previously in Philorian United. Okay, uh, let's have a bit less feeling. Angle to Marco. How long oh, did we just spend on that? Uh, like an hour. hour talking about Alex. This is like my favorite episode of season four, I think. Honestly, I think this episode should be two episodes. Yeah, because I forgot about yeah, what happened to Penny, and I never forget what happens to Penny. Do I have a name? Why are you doing me Starbucks must be. I'm a fucking magician. Not the library story. It's our story. This story belongs to a lot more people than you think. What did you do? Minor Mender. Oh, because we, we just do more podcasts. That's oh. when we're feeling Randy, right? We do podcasts. Hello, Florians United. <laughs> I am Chase, your resident Hoberstan, as everyone knows, and is probably sick of my voice by now. We're going to switch things up, and it's going to be a little bit different. Some weird, wooji shit happens, and a very, very long and complicated and kind of boring story short. Uh, we lost a little bit of this episode, which is four or five Escape from the Happy Place. Mm. Now, we may have lost it, but it was supposed to be a two-parter. So we've got Elliot and Charlton and all that stuff in the bag. Uh, but <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Kath and Jasper are both a little bit tied up, not literally, figuratively. So that means I am left with complete control, but I did need a little bit of help. Mm. So uh, my good friend, Tasty Good One, a.k.a. Taylor, <laughs> is here to give me a hand as we dissect the Quentin and Julia storylines. Hell yeah. I'm so excited to be here. Hello, Taylor. Hello. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what energy I want to bring to this recording, and it's apparently a weird one. It's already, it's already too good. <laughs> I need you to do nothing. Dial it different. down. No, never. <laughs> never. Never. Okay, okay. Let's do some fucking icebreakers like we're at a really awkward oh college my. party oh my okay Ooh. <laughs> Ugh, how did like... you i mean i know the answer to this but how did you get into the magicians um that would be you cat <laughs> like, like a little bit <laughs> just a little bit entirely a hundred percent cat and i have this thing where we have a list of shows that we're showing each other slash just watching together and definitely magicians was one of the earlier ones of just like we're watching all of this <laughs> we're watching all of this together it took us like months of getting together to actually get through everything yeah but it took us a while yeah <laughs> i've officially now i'm i'm totally caught up and uh, i rewatched this app this morning for this purpose Good. so yeah it's um it's a hundred percent you <laughs> and that's the story <laughs> oh thanks um also for i don't know if anyone cares but i do have two quote unquote names quote unquote names whatever i go by chase and oh Kat. i'm sorry i already did it didn't i whatever <laughs> i can i'll just put in here's a here's a chase, chase. <laughs> just, just, like a, just chase a, a robotic google translate voice <laughs> chase it's you, Chase. <laughs> Sorry. So what we're going to do is we're going to clink our glasses of beer, which is a bit of a the podcast you are in tradition. Oh, so yes. we're just going to blend the shit. Hell yeah. We're going to drink a little bit and talk about the lost uh, Florence United episode that I, we're re-recording and doing. I, I love it. We got spotted cow. That is incredibly entertaining for an audio medium. 
of just two people and the oh. silence as they sip a drink. I know. <laughs> it's in my podcast every time. I have to cut it down by at least 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to do that. <laughs> okay, so as we've said, um, we're just going to do the Quentin and Julia and like the fraction of a penny. <laughs> Oh my God, Penny's in for two seconds. Of this Not episode. even. Like, <laughs> um, we're we're just going to be doing that. The bigger one, the um, Elliot and, and Charlton, and a little bit of the Margot and Fen is in the previous episode. Mm. But okay, I mean, I'm still I'm still going to ask you what you thought about it later because. Sure. You can't, we can't not cover that I if we haven't had you on how this podcast to not. before. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fair. Um, but yeah. it, it starts out and like the, the episode, the last episode ended with the monster, Elliot, Jennifer being like, oh, by the way, Elliot's dead. So don't fucking worry about it. Right. Yeah. That was in the recap. And I was like, oh, right. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah. I really do like, um, just we've beaten this point like a dead horse at this point in this podcast, but I really do like the, like he's gone, but I'm here. So that's the same number of friends. Oh, sort I, of logic. I wrote that down. Please. I, I wrote that quote down. I'm just like, why are you sad? He's, he's dead, but I'm here. It's the same number of friends. Yeah. Like, dude. <laughs> Hello? Like, are you good? No. <laughs> yeah. It's the monster monster slash Jennifer is so fucking childlike in his yes. approach. Yes. I actually put like, <laughs> the monster is mainly terrifying in the way that a child who has a driver's license would be. <laughs> because, like, it is a child, and you, like, have to keep it entertained. And that's, like, most of what Julia is doing in this episode. <laughs> like, the just entire like, episode. Yeah. Just really, like, let's go to Breakbills. Let's go to the library. Let's, uh, I, I don't know. And he's, the monster just doesn't want to be there. 100% no. And He's bored, first right. of all. Yeah, Super yeah, yeah. bored, hates books. <laughs> but Fuck that. The worst thing about it is that no, well, get down. Unfortunately, we also have a doggo. Yeah. Or, well, not we'll unfortunately. Try. Dogs rock. They Jesus rule, Christ. That we'll was callous. <laughs> trying to talk around her dumb boofs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, so he, not only is he bored and wants to leave, he literally could at any time. The only thing that makes a child suck less is that, like, they can't just go anywhere <laughs> whenever they want to. They right. have to ask you for stuff. They need you for things. This guy doesn't need anybody. So... I'd be, like, freaking out if I was Julia, because he could literally be like, I'm bored, peace, and go fuck up everything. The bitch went to Mesopotamia. Yeah, like, instantly, mid-convo, so... I had him out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm straight up not having a good time, and then just, like, leave. Yeah, the vibes are off. I'm gonna go somewhere exactly. else. Exactly, <laughs> like, that's so scary that you just have to be like, no, 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 please don't. Yeah, 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 and, like, yeah, uh, like you said, Julia and Quentin, mostly Julia, but Quentin, too, they just wind up babysitting yeah. the monster for, for a bunch of it, just to keep an eye on him. I do think it's really interesting that Quentin has gone from being kind of begrudgingly, all right, we gotta fucking fix this, we gotta go, and the moment that he hears that Elliot is dead and he believes it to be true at the time. Mm -hmm. He's just done. He's shut down almost completely. He thinks Elliot is dead and he's just, he's so done with people. He's being short and clippy and that boy just does not give a fuck. Not even one, it would seem, yeah. Not a single fucking <laughs> fuck. Side note, um, at the diner scene, there's this one shot where it's just it's just them over a table and mm -hmm. Quentin has like a uh, coffee and whatever that he obviously hasn't like even touched. It's not even like poured. It's just on his table. Like oh, yeah. he walked in and he didn't order anything. Um, and then and then Jennifer has like two pieces of Texas toast and it looks like plain ass Texas toast. Yeah. And that's literally it. Like and like some water, but like 
I, he, was, he was eating fries in the episode previously, wasn't he? I, you know, that I don't recall. But I'm like, like 90% sure. I was super surprised he had anything at all. I was just sort of like, well, the monster is probably not going to eat anything. That, that bitch likes Texas toast and churros. I apparently. Is it fried? I'll eat it. Like, yeah. that's, that's yeah. his whole jam, I guess. Much like a child, honestly. Like, only childish foods, too, I guess. And booze, because it's Elliot. That yeah. Can't can't take the booze out of the equation because it's still Elliot's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It physically I, <laughs> needs it. <laughs> I feel like uh, Jennifer 100% is, is like down for some dinosaur chicken nuggies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like he's, he's going to snack on that and then like, like a piece of birthday cake. Alternating between a martini and those nugs. <laughs> With like with like the green ketchup, <laughs> back when they used to make that. Oh, the Shrek ketchup. Yeah, <laughs> Shrek ketchup. Stop. No. <laughs> well, it's been great, but uh, Taylor can't come we're to the gonna, podcast right now because I kicked her ass. Because this one's short. <laughs> I don't. I don't deserve to be here, and I know that. <laughs> um, the worst, most terrifying child of all time. That's the whole vibe you get off of that guy. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't know if you touched this on the previous episode because I'm naughty and I didn't fucking listen to it properly. <laughs> uh, Penny getting mad at people using him as an Uber is so fucking great and so real. If you're like that one person in high school and you're the only one that has a car, oh I'm God, saying yeah. this like I speak from experience and I don't know how to drive. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but you can... You can get that. Yeah, absolutely. The first person who learns how to drive, the first person who turns 21 and is Mm -hmm. asked to get all the booze, like just being the one person who can do a thing for all your friends and they constantly need you would be so fucking annoying. (laughs) Also, Penny's just like that TM, so he's already a little bit grumpy about stuff. Yeah, Penny's default mode is like, no. (laughs) Um, fuck you. (laughs) And it does not get better for Penny in this episode either. Like, I no. feel so bad. Like, we, we said it earlier, but like, <laughs> six seconds in, and the guy's just like, and that's a wrap on Arjun Gupta for this episode. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He try, he's just trying to, well, he's not even trying to help. He just wants to see Julia, because he's fucking a simp like that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my God, Shoshana, that's the best. Oh like, my God. Shoshana and Penny going after that oh my god i would so i have this thing where like i i don't like secondhand embarrassment i don't it it's a reason why i don't watch a lot of sitcoms just because i can't quite um handle it but there are some shows that do secondhand embarrassment really really well where you're like this is amazing i absolutely do not want to be in the same room Right. As these people, if I was there in real life, Penny and Shoshana fucking sniping at each other. Oh my God, yeah. Pretty much the greatest thing. And you know, Julie is the kind of person who really could not uh, give less fucks. No. <laughs> like, is more is not embarrassed by this. It's just like, God damn it, you guys. Do you, do you think she notices or do you think she just doesn't fucking care? I genuinely, she says nothing for the entire interaction. And the camera does not go to her as far <laughs> as I recognize. So like... She doesn't appear to give a shit in a way that the the TV show thought was important. So, <laughs> um, I will say this reminded me so much of a moment that actually happened in front of my eyes. Oh God! Because like for people who don't remember, um, Penny's like, "Well, I want to help," and Shoshana's like, "Oh, do you do you know how to do like like running diagnostics on on goddesses?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, no," but she's like, "Okay, cool. Then we're like good here." <laughs> She's so rude. So rude. I love it. Um, that yeah, she's happened. the fucking best. <laughs> it was just, I always, that made me think of 
maybe like a sitcom moment that happened in front of me, which was like some people in our old apartment came to fix the washer dryer downstairs. <laughs> and they were just like two older dudes, full tool belts, know what they're doing. And like, straight up Midwestern right. fucking carpenter, carpenters, repairmen. Repairmen. Yeah. So like he, Jake opens the door. That's my husband. He opens the door and says hi to them, talks to them for a second and they're ready to go downstairs. And he's like, Oh, do you guys like need me help or anything? And I just hear the guy turn around and go, do you know how to fix a washer? <laughs> And she goes, no. <laughs> and he goes, then no. <laughs> like, not subtle, not nice. Just, no. Go upstairs, sir. That's 100%. Like, wow. <laughs> exactly the same moment. And I, oh my God, Jake closed the door and just like looks at me across the apartment. And I'm like cackling <laughs> like a capuchin <laughs> monkey. Like, it is so funny to watch something like that happen to somebody. <laughs> If I were Julia, I'd have been like, <laughs> that was amazing. Sweet. Poor, poor Penny. Like, just though. like a little bit, like, <laughs> I don't think Julia's the type, but me personally, I would be like, people are paying attention to me. <laughs> like, ooh, fight. Don't. But also, like, I do like that there are people fighting for my attention because I feel important. Yeah. I don't think Julia's that type, but like, I am a little bit. I can't fucking lie. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to set it up. And if it happens, I'll probably diffuse it. But there's like a little sliver of me that's like, you know. <laughs> it sure would be nice if somebody started a fight about me right now. <laughs> Speaking of people, I want to fucking fight. Let's talk about Iris. <laughs> yeah, she rude too. Damn. She, great hair. Fabulous hair. Great fucking hair. Did straight up notice. But also Good curl like, pattern. <laughs> says the person with the exact same hair as Iris. Uh, I fucking wish. <laughs> no, she looks great. She's not nice. She's not. She's not great. She looks great. She looks great. She's not great. I think that's all gods in the entire show, though. It's like, looks great. Like, fabulous look going on. Yeah. Terrible person. Yeah. No one should want to talk to you. Like, even even Bacchus I would like to hang out with, but I probably wouldn't... That's a lie. I would want to be them 24-7. Let me go back and <laughs> say something that's truthful. Um, <laughs> like, uh, Bacchus is the most relatable... God, well, to me, is one of the most relatable gods. He's one of the most quote-unquote human. Right. Uh, even That's fair. Fucking not. But like, even then, you're like, you are a dick, and also like, kind of misogynistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think like I would hang out with Bacchus or at one of his parties for a bit, but like, I I can't. Couldn't do the twelve hour power hour. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. He is. Um, he's not not a red pillar. So like. <laughs> yeah. What's the word for like an incel? It's getting some. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> still getting some, but. <laughs> you don't understand how. Like he may or may he he probably doesn't value humans or women very much. Not really. Honestly. I think he values the party more than the people who are there. A hundred percent. I mean, that's what gods do. Right. I mean, um, that's what I would do. I like honestly, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, what's the point? Um, Iris says that Julia has the worst parts about being a human and the worst parts about being a god. But I I do think that actually makes her like that's actually her her, her strength. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the last time Julia was just like handed a good hand. <laughs> like she, <laughs> nothing's ever good for Julia and she's always fine. <laughs> like she finds a way. Yeah, she'll make it. Hell yeah. or high water. Yes. Um, it's, it's almost better to just like give her more shit. <laughs> more to overcome. That's her thing. <laughs> It really, really, she's she's that vine where it's just like, please, God, let me have one good day. And God yeah. is like, you again. Ah! <laughs> it's so true. Poor fucking I mean, girl. You could almost argue that about every single character on this show. But That's true. <laughs> especially Julia. Right. <laughs> 
As another, like, as a slightly technical nerd fucking note, I really like the lighting change that signifies, I think uh, another one does it in season five, but specifically mm-hmm. Iris in this. Um, the lighting changes as Iris pieces, and it, it it's like this bright golden light, and mm-hmm. it, the camera's on Julia, right. and then it slowly dims instead of something like Penny, where if you do hear it off screen, you have like an air cannon and a whoosh noise. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of, I think it's like a nice touch because it's like gods moving away are like softer and more ethereal versus like Penny's like, I'm here. (laughs) They have a totally different way of moving through space and time. Penny's is very physical, whereas gods are just sort of like, I'm here because I thought about it for a second. (laughs) What's up? I look dope as hell. I always look good. <laughs> I literally physically cannot look good. Cannot not look good. Cannot, cannot not look cannot good. Not. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about Julia and Quentin and kind of like babysitting the monster while they're, while they're actually trying to find answers. Right. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really have that much to, to comment on that, but there is this moment where um, they're trying to hide the stone that Iris gives them. And, Quentin slash, I don't know if this is Quentin or just Jason Ralph being Jason Ralph. (laughs) He does this like dad noise as he moves down to try and hide the stone. Like it's full on like, ugh. Like he he just could not hold that one in. Like his back is, has like fucking, is not going that way because he's a fucking tired 30 year old, which I can fucking relate to. Man, that is really like, where does the actor end and the character begin? Because like, I believe that Quentin is that old and sore in his heart and in his body. But uh, He's so. definitely old and sore in his fucking heart. Let's make that <laughs> always, clear. Always, always. He was before the show started. Quentin, <laughs> Quentin was eight years old and he's like, nothing fucking matters. <laughs> Just a clinically depressed old soul. Forever. For his whole fucking life. Born 75. But like, <laughs> but I also love the idea that like maybe that was just Jason Ralph and then they just didn't they just didn't do another take because it's fine. You know what? That worked. It's a sci-fi show. The budget's like it's a pretty high budgeted show, but it's still the sci-fi show. Like that right. Like it's, it's not HBO. You get yeah. <laughs> the idea that everyone just kind of goes, that was fine, right? We can call that one. We can just fucking go home, yeah. right? There is one. Oh man, I I didn't write this down because I thought it was like a little too mean. Uh, just but just Elliot. Elliot has a line read in this where I'm like, could have done that one again. <laughs> didn't want to though, huh? More okay, one. one. He's talking to Charlton, which doesn't say much. He's but he really. He oh, just, you mean the whole episode? Yeah, Taylor he just sounds so bored, and not in a way that Elliot sounds bored, but in that the actor sounds bored. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like. Wow, you didn't want to take that one again, huh? <laughs> it, was, it was great. So this was a one take. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking fine, I guess. So, Alice, the wonderful, beautiful, talented Olivia Taylor Dudley. I mm. may or may not have a big, huge, fat crush on her, you guys. Uh, I mean, I know everyone well, knew that. <laughs> may or may not. You're silly. Uh, also, who doesn't, though? I mean, she's uh, fabulous. I have a crush on, I think, every single, almost every single member of this fucking cast. Keep, keep going through. Yep, not finding anybody that isn't hot and interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the things that matter. Yeah. <laughs> I I vividly remember this because every time I watched this episode, it's all I could think about. When Taylor and I were first watching this episode, we were just on the couch doing... So Taylor and I have a habit of binging. Like, she's my binge besties, what yeah. I'm now calling... Oh, I like that. A Ooh, binge bestie? You know That's what? That's great. I'm, yeah, I'm going to keep using that. Yeah, TM, TM, TM. Um, 
and we were we were watching this episode specifically and alice just appears to quentin and the first thing out of your fucking mouth was her shirt looks like a tamale oh my god i wrote it down yes i, for- <laughs> I forgot that i had already had that thought because literally here's, it's like this is the part where alice shows up this bitch be looking like a tamale <laughs> It's not, true. it's not like, her fault. <laughs> no, it's not. She looks great in it. It's, it's a just, lovely shirt. It's the way that ribbon is and the way the ruffle is. Yes. It's the, it's the sort of like whatever ruching or whatever, like the way the shirt comes together and the exact color of the shirt being the color of a tamale. Like, I have no doubt that that shirt without the fucking blue they slap on when it comes to like New York penthouse yes. um, is, is probably like pink. I think it is pink. I think I remember from the photos I'm sending, but in, mm. in the lighting in this particular episode it looks like a fucking corn husk and it's really the whole ding dang episode too it's uh-huh. like it doesn't matter what room she's in or if she's fucking outside it's just this weird beige of a cooked corn husk <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny it's not her fault but also like as soon as she came on the screen i was like fucking taylor that's all i can think about now i'm so glad that i already already had the thought yeah no before we were even recording the first episode that we unfortunately lost i was like it's a fucking tamale like to the point where i'm wondering if i commented on that in the previous oh it'd be nice to know for sure Hey, this is Catherine recording the podcast just to tell you that Chase did set it and it was one of the few things that was left of that part of the recording. I'm happy it made it through again. So if we're just repeating ourselves, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you remembered that though because I didn't remember that I had already made that connection but also it makes total sense. It's all I can fucking think about. It's all you can think about when you see this shirt. It's, again, great shirt. She looks great in it. But shit. <laughs> Um, Quentin is the coldest a-hole in that scene, too. Yes. Um, You never see him like that. It's crazy. No. Like you said, Quentin is the biggest fucking dig hole in this. It makes me sad. Um, Alice is hell-bent on trying to fix what she fucked up. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of her whole arc this season. Seems like it, yeah. Is trying to redeem herself and what that means for her and what that means for other people. And they're not necessarily the same thing, which I find incredibly interesting. Absolutely Um, true. She definitely does something she finds redemptive in this episode that Quentin is like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Quentin getting angry at her for it is a very Quentin move. The the part that I really like about Quentin, and this is probably one of the most messiest parts about Quentin himself, is that he, when when he gets angry, he focuses on one thing, one shitty thing that somebody can't fix, or one shitty thing that he perceives that somebody can't fix, mm-hmm. and fights dirty about it <laughs> yeah 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 which is to me it's incredibly interesting quentin fights mean and that's mm. not like emotionally mean he fucking will take you to town if he's even if he doesn't up, necessarily mean it oh yeah just and, because normally he is so sweet and like cares about people so much yeah so if he's decided that he does not care about you like he's dead-eyed and very short <laughs> yeah. and it's kind of upsetting because he's just not like that normally. Incredibly monotone. And I think yeah. what yeah, and I think the way of of presenting that way is mostly written for girls, I think, in television. Um, I don't don't quote fair. me on that. That's just like a, a gut feeling I had. Oh, um, he's trying to set boundaries for Alice, and Alice just can't accept it because his life is literally on the line. Um, right. And even though I think Quentin gets it and hears the information, I don't think he necessarily like cares. Yeah, I don't think he trusts her enough to like just take anything anything she's saying mm-hmm. like at face value even if it's about his life, but also like 
I think like what you said earlier is correct that he's also just kind of done and his life being in danger doesn't matter to him as much nope. as it would have before he learned that Elliot is dead, supposedly. 100%. He's, he's less angry about Alice, quote unquote, killing Plepper and way more angry about the entire situation. And this was kind of the last straw. And this was the excuse that he could use to lay on, lay it on somebody who he doesn't fucking like right now. And right. he can't handled right now which that, sucks because alice is genuinely trying she's super trying i mean to be very fair to quentin she fucked up so goddamn hard so goddamn much. but she really has been trying already this because this is only the fourth episode of the season fifth fifth episode of the season four or five right mm-hmm. um <laughs> so basically every episode of that has been her doing something she busts to- out of book jail <laughs> saves santa claus <laughs> fucking puts a pedophile down a poison well which i'm sorry <laughs> quentin if you weren't mad at her is not a bad thing it's just not yes he was your favorite children's book author you yourself know he is a monster like, yeah you're just first hand al- well not first hand second hand almost right like you wouldn't be pissed about that if you weren't just already pissed at her 100 percent, no 100 percent, no, no. I, I really think that that i wouldn't really call it a fight so much as a bit of a blow up yeah, um, it was really interesting. And I think one of my many favorite moments of this episode. Mm. I do think, I do always like, because Alice is hard to like in the previous season. Yeah. Just because she's, you know, she's got what she thinks is correct in her head and it's just so not. It's so <laughs> not. So not. It's, so it's tough. But in this in this season, she's really good at least about showing a lot of humility and just being like, yeah, I did. I fucked up. I get it. You can yell at me a lot, but I'm still here to help because, yeah. like, you need help. So. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm fully fucking human again. Right. I now remember what it's like to be human. And I, I have a little <laughs> bit of moral knowledge in the universe other than, like, season one me. Right. Let me fucking do this. Yeah, like, like now I'm not a sociopath, but I also <laughs> still understand a lot of stuff you don't. Yeah, like, exactly. Maybe listen. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But she goes all, She goes with them. She, uh, you know, hangs out with this minor little plan thing. You know, that little thing. Just a little. Just this, this tiny thing. Um, <laughs> Did I, can I just say, like, yeah. one of my things is Quentin dies because of a dog. The most Quentin shit ever. <laughs> like, that's. That's relatable. Yeah. She convinces him to let her stay because she can read the last sentences of his, like, his, the book of his life. And it's just, oh, there was a dog and. And then there was a lady who wanted to talk to Quentin and Quentin wasn't a dick enough to just be like, ma'am, I can't talk to you right now. And he dies because of that. <laughs> like that's, that's how he dies in the book. Isn't this also, isn't this New York? He would have been fully well within his rights to be like, fuck you, keep walking. Get and then just keep. <laughs> he, and then I, just fucking go. I don't mean to skip ahead too much either, but like when he does actually meet that woman, he does almost talk to her again, even though it's the exact description <laughs> that Alice has just given him of how he dies. And Alice has to be like, this is the distraction. Stop being an idiot. Who in who among us <laughs> has not been distracted by a pretty lady with a dog? I mean, fair. The most dog people, alone yeah. will get most people. Exactly. <laughs> I think the dog itself, totally fine. But if somebody has just told you that a dog is involved in your death, I'm avoiding all dogs. Yeah, I'd be like, guess I gotta get a bunch of cats now. (laughs) (laughs) Again, though, that's probably him just kind of being like, whatever, Alice, suck it. Like, not really listening. Ew, it's Alice saying things that probably make sense. I guess I better ignore it. so sick of that. I'm a stubborn bitch. (laughs) She was wrong one time, so she'll never be right again. Ever. (laughs) I fucking love Quentin, but holy shit, he can be vindictive. He, He can. I think that's, 
an interesting contrast in how he is like he treats Alice for what she did versus how she he still cares so much about Elliot mm-hmm. for for still like rejecting him and like making him very sad I assume mm-hmm. but also still just is like no we're good for whatever we are not good Alice <laughs> we're fine Elliot like it's I cool. miss my friend very it's much cool. he yeah. hurt me irreparably it's yeah. fine exactly exactly <laughs> a bit of a double standard but I mean also he did just hear that yes I'm not. I'm not discrediting that. You are correct. He also just heard that the guy that he fucking loved despite everything. Oh, no, I made myself sad. I know. I'm um, sad now. <laughs> he's dead. Like, right. he thinks that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. I think if somebody had maybe told him, like, by the way, Alice is dead, he would have felt bad about a yeah. lot of the stuff he said and thought about her yeah. recently. I, I would argue he might there. even think, he might even act the same way. Maybe yeah. maybe not entirely just because of circumstantial differences, but but I do think he would probably shut down. Yeah, at least a bit. Yeah. Like, I think he would, yeah, he would rethink the way their relationship has been going up late, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, the two people Quentin loves most in this world? Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, don't make me sad. Welcome to the McGickens. Let's get fucking sad. I can't with this. Um, rest in peace, Shoshana. Oh, Shoshana, honey. In the arms of an angel. You, you died. <laughs> in the arms. <laughs> You died doing what you do best, protecting Julia and being fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look. For I, two whole episodes, you were the literal best. It's like, not Shoshana's fault, but she can't hang. She, she just, <laughs> my, you can't sit with us, Shoshana. You're a naiad. My whatever one it was. Thing, my one thing is like, yes, Shoshana is doing her best to be a follower, but she has no idea of the crazy dynamic Mm-mm. that is happening in this group. So like she turns Penny away for almost no reason, just for him kind of wanting to hang out and be there. That's and her girl. Julia. That's her girl. Right, like, <laughs> get the fuck away. Um, but then they're in the library just trying to distract the monster. Mm-hmm. And she clearly doesn't understand that aspect of it. So she finds like the answer they need like half an hour into that shit. And is like, <laughs> Hey, I got it. Julia has to be like, no, you didn't. No, you did not get just it. Fucking put that back. <laughs> Pretend you never saw that. What is wrong with you? She just, she just doesn't get how complicated things are. It's. I imagine like being a being a person to like become one of the group um, for more than one episode is like stepping on eggshells. Yes. all the fucking time. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm. She. I, I appreciated that she was uh, confident enough in herself to just kind of put herself out there like that. Because yeah. if it was me, I'd be like, I'm gonna hang back for six whole weeks and watch what's happening because you guys make no sense to yeah. me. I would be like Plum in season five, just being like, I'm not gonna say a word and I'm just gonna hang out and lean back here because like y'all have a lot going on. What the fuck? Where is your therapist? All of you. All of you. I've written an encyclopedia-sized journal notebook about the shit that's going on in your lives. (laughs) Even Josh. Go to therapy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not forgetting how they find Josh in the first place. Yes, Josh needs (laughs) therapy. Oh, my God. Fucking everyone on this show needs to go to therapy. So hard. So fucking hard. So poor Shoshana, again, in the arms of an angel, Sarah McLaughlin it. We'll miss you. We love you. Definitely do appreciate her taking that um, God bullet I love us. you. <laughs> I love you and your little acorn staff. Also, <laughs> your outfit was, like, great. Yeah. Way Fucking to go. Killer. Love it. Fucking killer. Oh, I love how my notes just fit. Um, I, I really think it's uh, a testimony to Julia where when, um, when Iris died, 
or not when Iris died, when Jennifer killed Iris. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Julia was such a quick thinker to just lie, even if it's information that she didn't want, want to make up. She made that snap decision to just fucking be like, yeah. hey, no, actually, haha, we were going to tell you this, but it worked. We meant to kill Iris for you. Right. Woo. I have to say, am I remembering it wrong? Because it's like kind of an Alice-Julia joint thing. Yes. Because Alice is like, we did that on purpose. And then Quentin goes, oh yeah, that, I guess. And then Julia's <laughs> one in like, also I have this cool page book for you that Look we, def- at- we definitely found this uh, and we were definitely going to show it to you the whole time. <laughs> Look at this convenient thing in my pocket that I totally wasn't hiding from you. <laughs> That's like one moment that I kind of like, if they hadn't been horribly hating each other, like Alice and Julia should just like high five like the Secretly. best liars. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We just literally saved everybody's lives just yeah. there by lying so good. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like Quentin can't even fucking contribute to any of that. No, he's so confused. Just, not only is he confused, but he's so stunned that yeah. peaches and plums. Yes. Fucker. Oh my peaches God. Peaches and goddamn plums. <laughs> the fact that I didn't dig any notes for this because I knew I would go off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <laughs> the fucking fact that that was the thing that Elliot used to prove to Quentin Mm-hmm. that he was actually Elliot and not Jennifer. I, I can't. It's it's so perfect. It's clear why he does it because like he's just come from the memory of what happened that he, where he exactly. did a bad. <laughs> you know, he did a little bad, you, you guys. Was, he <laughs> fucked up so hard, Elliot. <laughs> but um, so it makes sense. But I also like to think that because he chose that, like that is such a nice thing for for Quentin to get to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you remember that conversation where where you dismissed me. You remember it well enough that like you can repeat parts of it back to me. Because he also does like the 50 years, like you don't get a yeah, proof, proof of, of concept. concept than that. Motherfucker, yeah. we raised a kid. Right. And like <laughs> the fact that because that's kind of a, a ambiguous phrase, but Quentin clearly remembers that conversation well enough to be like, wait, what? Yeah. It's one of those, like, if you know, you know. Anything else, it's like, okay, peaches and plum, whatever. But right. like if you, you, everyone has that one thing or that one phrase that mm-hmm. fucking you just share with somebody and it means so much and it's nothing a, at the same time. Right. It's attached to such a strong memory that yeah. like, that's, that's the phrase of our whole relationship. That's now. it. Now. Like, that's, is, that's our whole thing. Fucking same hat. Same, same fucking hat. My dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, the, I like that he uses that. I think that's very sweet. And I like that Quentin realizes immediately like what this means. There's no doubt. Yeah. He's smiling for the first time in what oh feels like forever. God. Like, holy shit. My poor lad. Just Quentin needs a nap. He needs a fuck. The whole cast does. They need naps. He super does. Therapy and like booze, but not enough to like kill them. Yeah, I think. Well, um, maybe not booze, because Elliot needs to kind of wean himself off. Elliot needs less booze, and so does Margot at all times. The two (laughs) of them have been repressing everything that's ever happened to them with the use of booze for, I don't know, their whole lives. (laughs) Possibly cocaine. Not possibly, absolutely cocaine. Definitely cocaine. cocaine. They need help. (laughs) Someone help Elliot and (laughs) Margot. Wouldn't make for interesting television, but also please give them a hug at the very least. Somebody somebody give them a hug. I'll do it. I volunteer. <laughs> I volunteer as <laughs> Where So, did you have anything else? Mostly just um, that I put some like quotes that I really loved from the episode down. The, the ones that made me laugh out loud is definitely one of them is like, um, I, I will be goddamned if I drop the ball because I was lamenting with my tits out. That's Margo. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, then I was like, why don't I have this as a t-shirt? Brace yourself, everyone. It's daddy issues and dicks from here on out. <laughs> 
Speaking of both daddy issues and dicks. Yes. Um, I know we already know the answer, but I, I think it w- I would be remiss not to ask you, despite the fact that this was a two-parter episode, specifically because you've never been on the show before. Ooh. What did you think about the, the episode as a whole? I mean, like, obviously we covered the stuff that we were meant to recover from the last episode. Yes. But, you know, Charlton, Elliot... Elliot's whole thing. Right. Tell me your thoughts on that. Um, this is a banger of an ep. It is um, a banger. <laughs> I was telling you in the car on the way here that like, cause I was, I didn't know the episode by its name. I'm not as familiar. So right. I, it took me a bit. And also realize. like to, to for, for beautiful listeners, <laughs> um, I learned that I was going to have to record this and harangue somebody, um, yesterday, less than 24 hours, ago. less than 24 <laughs> hours ago. Um, some stuff fell through, which is fine. I, I genuinely, people are just busy. And mm-hmm. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, my God. Uh, okay, give me 10 minutes. Right. Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> and I happen to be, like, sometimes I'm, you know, terrible at answering, but I happen to be like, oh, yeah, I think I can do that. <laughs> also, that sounds fun. But, and I, it was going to be just a random ep to me, but mm-hmm. when I turned it on, I was like, oh, no, this is like, uh, ep for me. This is like a arguably banger. one of the best ups. Absolutely, it's right up there. It's Love in my top this. five anyway. Love it. A lot of the characters have really good moments, but it's a huge and a great Elliot ep. Which mm-hmm. Elliot's my fave, of course. I mean, duh. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you've heard me talk for a whole twenty minutes now. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> but also I love Margot too. And she has some great stuff with Fen. And like, oh my God. Just everything's pretty wonderful. And obviously like there is a climactic thing that, that happens there too. It's, it's very early in the season, but it feels like they're, they've really, they've, they've reached a level. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is always exciting. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't know. I love it. I love all, everything <laughs> that happens to Elliot. <laughs> so great. And horrible. And Charlton is the greatest side character. I hate him. Charlton, like him. to me personally, Charlton and Hyman are my favorite side characters. I just want to show just them. Everything, uh huh. <laughs> Especially after season five, anything that comes out of either of their mouths, mouths, you're like, fucking what? Seriously, what? <laughs> Char- hey. Charlton trying to figure out how to use the word fuck. <laughs> That was a chef's kiss in case I didn't pick it up. <laughs> one of my that's one of my favorite things. He's like, what is fuck? And, and Elliot, to Charlton's credit, does not help. He's just like, well, it's kind of a chameleon of a word. <laughs> he's like, what does it mean? What do you want it to mean? I mean and then Charlton anything. says it. Right. And he's like, it does not mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said, I know I said that, but it does not mean that. You're mm-hmm. still doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He only gets it right the one time. Uh, but yeah, I um I love this episode overall. I think. Having to go back to that scene where Elliot and Quentin are talking, and Quentin's like, "Come on, why don't we just let's just on. give this a shot? Come on, let's just make it fucking work." And Elliot's a fucking coward, as he is wont to be. Both of those boys just fucking self-sabotage till the day is fucking long. It's true. It's in a way. Yes, that does make you meant for each other in a strange way. Also, <laughs> it really does. Also, a little bit bad for each other. Yeah, but also, like, can you fucking goddamn it? Because <laughs> you just. Smooches, stop it. I need you to do me a favor and communicate concisely and clearly what you mean. Right. So you can kiss. (laughs) I'm going to need you to stop hiding huge parts of your personalities and make out already. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) But yeah, it was like painful to go back to that. But then so nice when like, because I didn't remember that Elliot actually just like goes up to Quentin, just kind of fuck his own past self in his own memory (laughs) and is like, 
we're making out now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I fucked this up. I know I fucked this up. <laughs> like, it was very sweet. It was like a nice nod to like, this is what you wish would have happened last time this, this scene occurred. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. Let's, let's wrap this up. I know, I don't know if anyone was expecting a 30 second recap, but there was no way I was going to do that with this short of a storyline. Right. And with somebody who's never done the show before. And while you are really good uh, with improv, Mm. I didn't necessarily think Arguable. it was fair. No, I've seen you. I don't necessarily think it was fair to be like, here's 30 seconds of something you could easily summarize in about 10. Yeah, that's, like, that's fair. You know, right. uh, but we are still going to do the other ones, Ooh. including, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, but the Lectio Divina. So yeah, tell me, tell me what more of this. So what we're <laughs> going to do is we're going to take a single line from the script and ask what's happening in the show contextually, like what's literally happening in the show, Mm -hmm. and then a story or a fable or something else that that phrase or line reminds you of, and then um, a personal anecdote. And I went ahead, and instead of doing this randomly or anything, I asked Kath to pick this out for us. Ooh, that's Um, kind of fun. So this one is going to be a little bit difficult. And the line is, or your body, at least. So that's, or your body, at least, which is very vague. So we should have fun with this. Um, that is very it's, vague. Contextually, I'll just go ahead and do it. Cause it's it's when Elliot sees Charlton in his head for the first time. Before he says, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I shot you. Oh, yeah. Or, or your body, at least. Oh, yeah, legit. Um, <laughs> so that's when that is. I'm gonna, uh, do you want me to just take the pressure off of you first and do like a story or whatever? That sure, you yeah, of? please. I'll, I'll, I'll think on that myself. Yeah. I, I automatically think of like a Twilight Zone sort of science fiction sort of scenario. Interesting, yeah. Like, that's where my mind goes with, like, a the body snatchers. Oh, oh sure, like yeah. the doppelgangers. Mm. <laughs> no, that's legit. Uh, like, I guess there's, yeah, that's fair. It's so vague. <laughs> it is vague, but I kind of I kind of like it for that. It doesn't not remind me of that sort of, same sort of thing. It's always some sort of sci-fi or fantasy element where, like, your, your body is separate from, like, who... <laughs> your mind or whatever that seems to be a trope of something that happens a lot that's not really taylor that's a clone <laughs> um i've been very in um i've been back in some star wars action hell so, like, yeah some of that feels very like yeah like clones and Clone stuff wars? i'm just like yeah, yeah. baby like, yoda <laughs> <laughs> i want a tiny little baby yoda um, yeah i don't know i don't have much more like uh for it than that that's but fine it does feel super like yeah it gives me a sci-fi little tinge. Yeah, taken out of context, it sounds kind of dark and weird. I mean, even sci-fi. in context. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, but that's all. Of and this, this is a hard one. It's like, welcome to the show. I'm going to give you a hard-ass line. <laughs> Personal anecdote. I think of the fact that I am a grown-ass woman who has not had professional dance training. Mm. When I do theater and when I do musicals, which I love doing, and I hope the times will finish... So I can do it. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, uh, people won't die, but selfishly, uh, so I could dance again. No, I'm joking. I think I'm everybody joking. has at least some <laughs> selfish reasons for yeah. wanting yeah, yeah, yeah. times to be able. Um, <laughs> I, I just think about how, like, my mind is totally like, oh, I could do that sick fucking plie. And then it's like, uh, your body can't. <laughs> right. You. By the way, you did fuck up your back. <laughs> <laughs> um, the older you get, the more your body disagrees with what your mind thinks you can do. I think yeah. that's literally aging. I think that's what it means. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have a, I have this, um, it's not really a habit because a habit denotes that I enjoy doing it or it's like psychologically something I need to do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, but I, I had, there has been a recurring 
moment where I lock myself off of the, like, uh, oh, uh, like I lock, okay. <laughs> I lock myself out of the house and I'm on the balcony and we live on the second floor. Oh, That's Lord. what happens. <laughs> oh God. Um, I, like, I, I don't know. I have so many questions. I don't know. I can't answer them. Is the, is the thing. Oh my God. Um, I've done it three or four times because mm. I go onto the balcony to have some smirk. Mm, and, sure. um, the, the last time I did it, uh, my wonderful roommate was sleeping. The, the fucking neighbor downstairs went out of her balcony to, or out of the, her house. Patio. Yeah. Like, so I kind of got her attention and was like, this is going to sound really weird. Can you go to our neighbors and help so they can text my roommate because I don't have my phone with me, oh, blah, 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 no. blah, blah. It was oh very, God. very convoluted. And then I was like, actually, you know what? I, I think it can just jump. <gasps> no. Cat. Because I think I could. I thought I could. And my neighbor was like, uh, yeah, your body's not going to fucking survive that. And you're going to break something. Yeah. You might have <laughs> at least an ankle. I've been on that, you know, patio. Like that's not, yeah. I mean, how did that end? <laughs> did you jump? Uh, Michelle got Taylor. Michelle got Emily. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fine. I did not jump. I think I would have considered doing like the dangling off. The fucking spider clam thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, but you're tall enough and like your arms are long enough that by then you're like only two feet off the ground probably, but yeah. still that's so much. It's so much. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. funny. Wow. Um, good for you for not jumping. I, think, I have mostly. a problem with impulse for anyone just tuning in. Like, it's a bad problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, like, my thing is... I. Do you want I, a reminder of the word? The phrase? The, or just no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I think like, I'm physically here. <laughs> I've come to, like, a point in quarantine times where, like, I started looking at my physical form and was like, I look different. <laughs> I.e., I've gained... A, a good chunk of a, a noticeable amount of weight for you to me yeah right not necessarily saying other people would be like wow you're big like but i i i'm different than i looked a year ago for mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. so at one point i was like i'm i need to start moving my human form like, <laughs> if i'm not if i'm not working on my mental health I'm not. Then I should be working <laughs> on my physical form. This like, meat popsicle's not going to move itself. <laughs> Hence we're in my apartment, so like, hence this like thirty dollar elliptical that has wood blocks for feet things. <laughs> Did you even see that? I didn't until now. <laughs> Holy like, shit! Yeah, I watch Shit's Creek, and I do that, and I've done some squats and almost died. Like, I'm I'm not in shape. I'm a very out of shape person. I'm trying to like reconnect sort of with my body and remind myself of what it is able to do. Mm -hmm. Because when you don't exercise for a while, you just kind of forget like. Could I pick up this heavy thing if I needed to? Could I <laughs> the do? answer is no. Yeah, the answer is fucking no. <laughs> like, so yeah, trying to reconnect. I think I have sort of the same idea there for sure. <laughs> like, just move your body one time, please. Just please. once. Just, At least your body. <laughs> body one time, move. Uh, all right. Uh, let's give the flower in the vase, um, which is essentially a phrase. I believe it's a French phrase. I'm going to fuck that up. And Kath is going to like version and be like, no, it's, it's basically don't hand somebody a flower as well as a vase. So it's like, oh. don't give somebody a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, sure. Um, oh, you fight really well for a girl. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sort of thing. And really we're going to, for a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and we're going to give, um, a flower and a vase to somebody. So it's basically just a thumbs up and thumbs down with a fancy title. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, for you, you could give, you can, let's do the whole show for you instead oh, of like man. just that arc. If you want to, or if you just want to help, if you want help narrowing it down, then um, you can just do what we were talking about. No, I think that's interesting. Um, so like a compliment, a backhanded compliment to the whole show. No, no, no. <laughs> just like a, who you're going to give your flower to and then oh, who okay. you're going to give your vase to. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. 
Mm. Mm. I'm handing the flower. I, I mean, I know I, I'm not here to talk about Elliot, but I'm here always in my heart to talk about <laughs> Elliot. Like in your soul? Yes. So the f- I'm, I'm giving the flower to Elliot. There is one thing that like I did like note in the episode, even though, again, wasn't meant to be talking about him. You were watching the whole Ding Ding episode. It's, it's fucking fine. It's wonderful. So like he... The also on a sci-fi aspect, like the like happy place is super interesting. Uh-huh. Because usually the issue with when you're stuck in your own head in like shows like this is that you get bored because it's the same scenarios over and over again and all of your friends are really um like one note because mm-hmm. they're just what you think of them, mm-hmm. it's just what you remember. That's not so with the happy place. Like people adapt the memories of his own friends adapt instantaneously to Mm -hmm. situations. Quentin, a memory of Quentin is helping him solve the problem of how to get out of there. The memory of Margot just like, thinks Charlton is fucking nuts. Yes. (laughs) Like, yeah. Is willing to be like, I'll just send him away. Like, you really could, you wouldn't get bored of those people because they mm-hmm. are your friends so completely that they will adapt to the situations. And so you really could just live there forever. I really think like what Charlton says is like, you could lose track of time. I really think that an older version of Elliot, like a from earlier seasons would have done that. Oh, from like season one and whatnot. Oh my God. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like you can escape forever and also never be bored. Fuck yeah. And just have fun. Should with I do that? Yeah. <laughs> He was just saying, like, I love the nothing of summer. I love that there's no classes or anything to worry about. He's literally in that situation. There's nothing but fun and good times in there. And he, as soon as he hears where he is, Mm -hmm. he instantly chooses that he doesn't want to be there anymore. Absolutely. Which is, like, so huge for him. That's That's a big leap for him. You're absolutely right. not something Elliot would do normally Mm -hmm. or before. So that's great. I think, yeah, he he deserves it for that moment and all the other moments. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. Yeah. Um... I think I'm going to give my flower to specifically for this. I think I think I'm going to give it to Alice specifically because not only is she trying to save Quentin's life, she is genuinely trying to do what she believes in that moment is right. Mm-hmm. Which and is she's which been is always doing true. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this time instead of I'm going to just get rid of X problem instead of Y, mm-hmm. she's like, "No, I'm going to do I'm going to save my fucking ex-boyfriend and I'm going to save somebody's life. I'm going I'm to do so by communicating with him what needs to happen and not just taking everything into my own hands. <laughs> yep. And okay. if you want me to fucking go anywhere, I will go anywhere. That's fine. But I need mm. to do this because I firmly believe it's the right thing to do and I want to save her life. That's legit. That's very <laughs> fair. She's, um, I mean, she's messy about it, but I got to right. give her props for trying. Well, sometimes a bitch got to be messy, but like she gets it done yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. She does a great job in this episode of putting up with a lot of shit. <laughs> From everyone. Oh my god, I forgot about the moment where like she's just with Quentin after all of this and Julia walks in and just gives her the finger. Does not <laughs> That's say it. <laughs> just the finger and then walks away. Like poor fucking Alice. Jesus. Uh, um what about you, Vase? Who are you gonna give it to? Um I gotta mm, I gotta say it's gotta be Quentin. Mm-hmm. Only because like, yeah, he's I, I am narrowing it to this episode. I've decided that like <laughs> Because normally, no, 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 Quentin gets deserves all the world. But he's having a tough time. He just heard a very he's hard struggling thing. a little bit. Yeah, he's <laughs> on a struggle bus for sure. Um, and he's just not super present or super kind to pretty much mm-hmm. anyone he's involved Literally with. no one. He's yeah. just shut down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, you know, I get it. But also, Quentin, buddy, it's life or death. Literally for you <laughs> like and quite for all of your friends. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to I need you to get to it together. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Um I think I'm gonna give it to Iris because while she does have great hair, 
That's about kind it. of detached from humans, and that makes her a giant bitch. I don't yeah, know if they're related the or if she was a bitch to begin with, but I certainly don't care for it, and you may quote me on that. You have to, yeah, you do kind of got to wonder about all the gods in, in this particular thing. Did they start out as dicks, and that's kind of like why they're like that, TM, mm-hmm. or... <laughs> or do they just over time of living too long and seeing humans as little ants that die constantly? Mm-hmm. Like, do you just kind of think, ah, there's no point in being good or kind to them. They're just gone in an instant. Who cares? It's a very interesting question. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Taylor. Hey. You did a whole ding dang thing. <gasps> did I just do a whole ding dang thing with you, you right did now? A, you did a whole ding ding thing. Oh, with that me. was so fun. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, do you want to plug something? Is there anywhere someone can reach you if they yeah. want to just be like, hey, great episode. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say um, do, I will plug my own podcast. Even do though it. It's currently on a short hiatus. Um, <laughs> um, me and um, <laughs> Chase's roommate, Emily, <laughs> do a podcast because we're very incestuous here in our creative pursuits. We, no, we really fucking are. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, we have a podcast called The Uh-Oh Feeling. Um, we are again on a short hiatus, but we have 76 episodes in the bank. So, so if many. you, if you like survivor stories, um, we literally, we tell each other back and forth stories of people surviving all sorts of things, um, including like kidnapping and, and attempted murder, but also like, uh, being in a hurricane or surviving at sea or something like that. So, um, we're kind of all over the place with it. As long as somebody survives something, we'll tell that story. <laughs> so if you like that sort of thing, um, please give us a listen again. It's called the, uh, Oh feeling. Um, where can I, they find it? Um, they can find it. It's com- I mean, everywhere. I, I, <laughs> Just I, sort of everywhere. I know you can get it on Spotify. Yes. That's where I listen to yes. it. Yes. Basically any podcatcher should have it at this point. It's mm-hmm. definitely on Spotify. Definitely on Apple podcasts. Definitely on like, I was going to say Overwatch. I forget what it's called. Oh my God. If it was on Overwatch, that I know, would be right? sick. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, no, but yeah, like basically anywhere. I don't think I have found a place yet where it doesn't exist or automatically sure. upload. Sure, so sure, sure. it's Googleable, is what yes, you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's the uh-oh feeling. Um, and I guess I think, um, I've recently started using Twitter a little bit more. So if you wanted to say hi, I'm at the goodest one. Um, and that, that is like the goodest one E-S-T on Twitter. one yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I believe one is all spelled out so yeah but yeah that's me alright I'm so happy I could be here with you yeah. thank you so much thank you so much for joining me um, and until then don't forget your can of water oh my god Emily's gonna be so mad <laughs> I'm just on punishment next time you see me